Prosecutor. Hello, everybody. My name's Lance. This is Sean. We are the Rising Warrior, and the current situation in Afghanistan keeps going on. And in the veteran community, whether it's from actual veterans or spouses, we keep hearing the topic of the last 20 years being a waste of time. That's pretty heavy. 20 years. That's, man, some people that actually, you know, joined the military now weren't even alive when we first deployed there. Mm -hmm. So people are saying that a whole lifetime ago, somebody's whole lifetime has been a waste of time. Sean, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> well, number one, <clears throat> I want to acknowledge, uh, especially those that have been directly affected by this, uh, in particular, those that may have lost a loved one, a friend, a son, a daughter, a spouse. Um, like we, we see you and we hear you and we know that it's not easy to, to really be with what's going on right now. And, <clears throat> You know, we also see like why someone might feel that way, like why someone's life might have been in vain. You know, why were we over there? Uh, did they die for nothing? And we're not here to tell you that your feelings are invalid because they're 100% valid. And <clears throat> what we would like to do is draw some attention to the reality of whether or not that story is serving you in any sort of way. And so we can acknowledge that things are fucked up. You know, we talked about this before. It's, it's an, in, it is a completely horrible, shitty situation. And it's like every day as it unfolds, it, I can more or less feel the sadness, the frustration, the anger, that whatever is coming up. Like we're all present to it. You know, as veterans ourselves, especially having been deployed over there, having lost friends. Um, so, you know, yeah, we want to acknowledge that it, whatever you're feeling is, is valid and you have every right to feel that way. Um, <clears throat> with that being said, definitely want to draw attention to, um, yeah, the, the idea that you you can or you don't have to stay stuck there you don't have to stay stuck in those looping emotions and uh perpetuating that same cycle and so as you know individuals who have been over there and who have you know got to experience it and like i said have lost lost friends over there um it wasn't for nothing right and and this is through the lens of you know, in, instead of looking at it as what was our mission as a country, let's say, you know, by being over there, because if we view it through that lens and we see this, you know, we view the current situation as like, oh, well, we lost, right? Afghanistan's back under Taliban rule. Um, these cities are falling, whatever. It's like, that doesn't necessarily mean that we lost. And so if we look at this as more of an individual, like, why did we as individuals join, right? we can start to see a little bit more clearly that it, it wasn't done in vain. And so, you know, I, I can speak for myself and Lance, I imagine uh, you, you've had a similar experience. You know, 
I know that we 100% touched the lives and helped people that are over there. Was it everybody? Absolutely not. Right. And, and it's never going to be, it, it's, if you look at this as an all or nothing, you're going to be, you're going to stay stuck in this cycle of, of, uh, like I said, anger, frustration, sadness, whatever, whatever's coming up for you. Um, hurt, right. It, it's yeah. Like we, we, uh, anytime we, we think about losing a loved one or a friend, family member, spouse, child, whatever, right. Like it, yeah, it, it is rough. And the reality of it is you will most likely carry some sort of pain around that for the rest of your life. And that is totally okay. And at the same time, what we're inviting everyone to do as, as we, you know, talk about this a little bit more is to shift your perspective a little bit. Uh, not only for, I mean, really for your own sake, let's be real. Let's be honest here. It's, it, this is for you, right? Like this isn't for anybody else. Like there's nothing that, I or, or Lance could say or do that will uh, take take the pain away, right? However, we can offer new perspective. We can offer new context. And so, so through this lens, you know, think about why why these individuals joined, right? Like I, I imagine most people joined, especially if they're in a combat role um, or, you know, we're in a position to be deployed and to possibly see combat. You know, I imagine most people did so because they wanted to help. And the reality of it is like they did. We all did 100%. Like we provided so much for so many people. And if, you know, yeah, if we had it our way, this shit wouldn't be happening, right? If we had it our way, um, those like all the individuals that are over there that are going through what they're going through to include our, our own brothers and sisters, um, you know, if we had it our way, like it wouldn't happen that way. Like we wouldn't be over there. People wouldn't be dying. People wouldn't be tortured. And like all this other bullshit that we know is going on and we're getting all the reports or for those of us that have been deployed over there, like we saw it firsthand, like, yeah, we don't like if, if we could change it, we absolutely would. The reality of it is that's not the case and it will never be the case. As long as there is war, there's always going to be horrible things happening. And that is something that, that we, that we get to accept. Right. And until we accept that, we will continue looping in the pain, the suffering, the sadness, the anger, the frustration, and all of that. And so, yeah, you know, one of the simplest things that, that we're offering is like shift the perspective if you can and ask yourself, like, why did my son or daughter join? Why did my husband or wife join? Why did they go over there? Why did they do these things? And so if we can start looking at it as at more of an individual level, right? We can start to see that at that level, like, like I've been saying, we absolutely impacted the lives of people. And, you know, you might be seeing posts or messages or anything like that on social media from especially like, let's say the interpreters that, that worked with us, um, you know, who now have much better lives. Right. And so if it's like, if, if, if I could have helped at least one person to me, it's worth it. Right. And so when we start to view it through that lens, like it, it, we can start to let some of the heaviness go. We can start to let some of the, some of the anger, especially right now, anger and frustration, right? Like those are probably the top two things that we're seeing, especially when it comes to social media. Um, because yeah, it, it fucking sucks. And yes, it does hurt. And it's like, 
every time I see something come out about what's going on over there and, you know, the actions that are being taken or the lack of action that's being taken, you know, by the powers that be or whatever, like it 100% fucking sucks. And so like, I know Lance and I, like what we've been doing is like, we've been shifting our focus to like, cool, what can we do to support, right? What, what can we do in, in that sense? And so, you know, that's, that comes after acknowledging the reality of it first and like, yeah, it hurts. It fucking sucks. And I, I wish I could take all that pain away. I really do. And since we can't, right. What, like we're going to continue to do what we can do. And so, yeah, that, that's one of the, the <clears throat> most obvious things that we see as, as being in this, in this field, in this profession of, of being coaches and guides and mentors and, um, yeah, it's like, cool. Can we shift our perspective, you know? And so, yeah, Lance, do you have anything to say on, on what I've rifted on so far? Um, yes, I do. What we stated at the beginning was 20 years, a lifetime. Um, even if we say we haven't, we didn't make an initial difference when we first got boots on the ground, let's say 19 years, let's say even 18 years, we've been there and we've been making a difference. 18 years is still a lifetime for some. So for those 18 years, these individuals have got a taste of something different. They've tasted what it can look like. They've seen what it can look like. And now they're seeing what it used to look like. We were, we, U.S. and other forces have given them the opportunity to see what is possible. And that gives them, it gives those people over there a fighting chance that yes. there is something different, something to look forward to, that they don't have to take this bullshit anymore. Before that, there was generations. Generations didn't know this is what they were born into. So we, we gave them the opportunity to see the grass is greener on the other side. So, yeah, was the last 20 years a complete waste? Not really. Um, we, we pulled the shades off of a few thousand, a few million people's eyes. Um, mm -hmm. Got it and gave them the opportunity to see the other side of the fence. Yeah. Yeah. 100. Like, I, I love that. I, I love that perspective because it's true, right? Is it like you don't know what you don't know. And we can, this is the other lens that I view it from. Does it do any good to anybody? to feed the other stories? Does it do us any good to feed the story of we wasted our time? Does it do us any good to, to feed the story of, because I know there's people out there that are saying that like, oh, we actually made things worse. Um, like that, there are those that, that hold that opinion and that's, they're well within their right for that. Um, does it serve us to, to feed any of those stories, right? And so we can acknowledge, right? There's a difference between feeding and acknowledging. We can acknowledge that you know, just like we were talking about before, like it's a shitty fucking situation, 
right? We can acknowledge that there were times where we did some, I don't want to say bad things. Uh, there was, there was instances of, of really horrible things happening, whether that was purposeful or on accident. Like we can acknowledge that. And, and I'm not here, like, I'm not here to tout that, uh, everything that we did over there was good. I'm not going to do that because we did some really dumb things. And by we, right, that goes from some people on an individual level who took it upon themselves to do or not do things all the way up to the top where we're getting the orders from. Like there was some really dumb things that went down and we and we have to acknowledge that. And at the same time, does it do us any good to continue to feed that? Right. And so through the lens of we wasted our time, if I continue to tell myself that story and hold that view yeah, it's going to be fucking heavy and it's going to continue to bring up those same emotions of anger and frustration or sadness or whatever. And so instead, let's acknowledge that, yeah, some really horrible things happened, right? Some people lost their lives and it can be difficult to see, you know, when we go to ask ourselves why we can continue to feed those stories. You know, and the reality of it is that that will not serve anybody to continue to feed those stories so instead if we can start to look at like you said like we open the eyes of thousands tens of thousands hundreds of thousands you know possibly more to a possibility that many may not have known had even existed right i i know i'll speak from my experience you know we helped you know local villages build schools you know get communications up um, you know, train the people, like there was a lot of great things that we did and it does absolutely suck. I remember <clears throat> for instance, when I was leaving Afghanistan and we were being replaced by, by the incoming unit, I remember within two weeks, maybe not even that much within a week or two, a lot of what, uh, we did with, with my unit <clears throat> went to shit within a couple of weeks. And, you know, that was partly because of the, the incoming unit didn't, didn't listen to the things that we had to say. And it was also partly because of some of the locals who made de decisions to, you know, not partner with the incoming unit, whatever, like those that came in, like, it doesn't matter, right? The, the reality of it was like within two weeks, there's a few things that we did that just went to shit. Like one of the schools was bombed um, and destroyed and like stuff like that. And like, it absolutely fucking sucks. And at the same time, like, it doesn't serve me to, to feed that story of we wasted our time. Like, yeah, it fucking sucks, but God damn it. Like we still did so much good too. And so it's, I, I am personally choosing to focus on the things that we did that went well, the things that we did that, that invoked change. And you never know, here's the other thing. You never know the power of the seeds that have been planted in these individuals. And so. I remember reading uh, on one of our one of the social media pages, probably like Black Rifle Coffee or something like that, that there are resistance pockets that are forming and they are fighting back. And I guarantee you, 20 years ago, that wouldn't have been the case. That would not have been the case, right? Yeah, we did some dumb shit. We might have armed the wrong fucking people, whatever. I don't give a shit, like through the lens of like, there's nothing we can do about it now. Right. And so instead of it's like, cool, what can we focus on? Where are the good things that we did and where are those seeds blossoming? And I guarantee you that there are people who might have been 
good chance that there are people right now who are resisting and fighting the Taliban that we affected as ally forces 10, 15, 20 years ago. I guarantee it. Whether or not you hear about it or not, it doesn't matter, right? And so we can choose to focus on those types of things. And then, you know, like we talked about in some previous videos, it's like, okay, what can we do? Right. I, I am personally affected by this. What can I do? And so even through the lens of, let's say, family members who may not have served, right, but they had um, spouses or sons and daughters um, and whatnot who are, who are currently really feeling the heaviness of what's going on over there. <clears throat> Number one, feel the grief, feel the anger, feel the sadness, feel the frustration like you are well within your rights to feel that. And then ask yourself, like, OK, what can I now do? Right. If you think that's <clears throat> if you truly believe that it's on, let's say, the government. Right. And it's this is their fault. Cool. What can you do about that? Do you not like is it a person in particular? I mean, do you want to write your congressman? Can Like, what can you do? Right. And shift your focus to that. And so if you can't do anything about that. OK, cool. I want to help what else can I do? Right. Like we've talked about before, there's there's organizations that are over there that are helping evacuate um especially non-government organizations um so like donating to a, a a group that that we hopefully know is is doing these types of things and and if you're curious in any of that please let us know because we will help get you in contact with them um if if that's not an option for you it's like okay what about um supporting those that are going through similar things right like like we're doing right now like like we recognize that cool, I can't, I can't take a rifle over there, get on a plane and go start fucking evacuating people. And there, I will admit there is 100% a part of me that would love to fucking do that. You know, as someone who hates seeing what's going on over there and um, all of that, like, yeah, there is 100% a part of me that, that would do that. And it's, it's not, it's not a reality for me. And so how can I support? All right. Well, how I can support other veterans that are going through this. I could support the families of other veterans that are going through this. And so that's why we're doing what we're doing, right? Like we noticed like, cool, what can we do? And we saw a thing that we can do. And so we're doing it right. Um, so feel the stuff, right? Whatever's coming up for you, feel it. And then ask yourself, what can I do? Okay. Like those are going to be like two of the simplest things, right? And I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying it's simple, right? It's, it, those are valid options and we highly recommend doing both. Um, and then, you know, the other thing is like, okay, maybe those aren't options. What else can I do? Well, I can at least calm myself down or I can at least get myself into a state to where, um, I'm not perpetuating more anger, perpetuating more sadness or perpetuating more fr frustration, right? Like riling people up. Isn't going to like, okay, so we have a mass of people that are fucking angry and upset. Well, is it going to serve us to stay angry and upset and do nothing about it other than just stay angry and upset? Like as much as we think that that helps, the reality of it is it doesn't. And, it, and it, that may be hard to hear and it is what it is, right? So like these are the questions that we get to start asking ourselves. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, Lance, you got anything on that? I, I, I agree. Um, if you can get on an airplane, great. If you can go over there and help, great, do it. Majority of us can't. So the lowest hanging fruit is 
like what you said, taking care of yourself so you can help others take care of themselves. I, that's one of our goals for the Rising Warriors, helping others help others. Help, yeah, helping vets help other vets. Yeah. Helping, or, you know, and, yeah, the reality of, yeah, helping other people in general. It's not just vets. Like, yeah. yeah. And you can't help other, well, you can. Uh, it's just going to be detrimental um, if you're not helped yourself. The analogy you used in the last video, you can't pour from an empty glass. You can, but nothing's going to come out. So fill your battery, fill your glass first. Make sure you're right within your heart and your head before you go out there and trying to help others. Mm -hmm. If you don't, you're like what Sean just said, you're just going to be spewing hate, fear, anger, and uh, nothing gets, well, not nothing. Very little good stuff happens when we spread more hate, more anger, more fear. So easiest, lowest hanging fruit is taking care of yourself. Make sure you're right in the heart, right in the head before you go out and do that. And if you need any help or support, man, you can reach out at any time, literally any time. Might mm -hmm. not respond until the next morning. And you can still reach out at any time. Um, Sean, it sounds like we're wrapping it up. Yeah, the, the last Final, thing I want... last words of wisdom. Yep. So another thing that you guys can do is channel whatever emotion is you're feeling into something beneficial, right? And so if you're angry, great, be angry. How can you channel that anger? How can you channel that energy into something productive? And so like Lance was saying, like, we're not going to say that nothing good comes out of anger or uh, <clears throat> pain or anything like that. Because if you're fucking angry, you can channel that into something that can be of use, right? And maybe that is uh, being fully in on, uh, <clears throat> you know, going to those who you who who you imagine are responsible for this, right? Like use that to channel your focus into doing something about this, right? And so channeling the emotions and using that to to be of service is a highly valuable tool. And you know, the last thing I'll add is you know to to provide some more perspective and context of why we constantly uh, lead people or invite people towards like taking care of themselves is because, you know, let's, let's imagine that you are a parent and you've got kids and you're so angry over this situation that you go out and you decide like, I'm going to take matters into my own hands. And so you, you know, we see this all the time where people like go out and like try to, you know, incite riots and physical violence against somebody. And it's like, I totally get it right. You're fucking angry. You're pissed off. What are those actions? What are the consequences of those actions? Right. Think about the lives that you're affecting within your immediate circle. Is that something that you want your kids to have to experience? Like you go off and do something really fucking dumb and now you're in jail or um, whatever. Right. And so take care of yourself. Remember that you do need to put yourself first sometimes. And then also remember that your actions and, the, and your experience is going to directly affect those that are around you as well. And so if you don't want to like look within first and be like, am I doing this for me? Fine. Start with those around you. 
right? Do you want to affect your loved ones, your kids, your spouses, your, your family members, your friends, whatever? Um, because your, your actions will have consequences and consequences aren't necessarily bad things, right? It's just, it's the, it's the end result of an action. So if you want to view it through that lens, that's great. Start there, right? We eventually you'll get to yourself, believe me. But if you need to start outside of yourself, fine, leverage that first. So yeah. And, and to, to reiterate, like we're here to support. Mm -hmm. So please reach out, especially if, if you reach the end of this video, fuck, reach out, comment, let us know what you're experiencing. Like we, we have a wealth of knowledge and wisdom that we have learned ourselves over the years of, of dealing with shit like this. And so we, we want to be of service. We want to support. So please reach out. Yeah. Yeah. As Sean just said, if you, gotten to this end of this video thank you and yeah if you need any help need support need any um a listening ear give us a call not a call reach out text us message us whatever social media platform this is on and uh, we'll talk to you guys later thank you thank you